0: A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come. Let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks one nation shall not rise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord, the word of the Lord. a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, you know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep, for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is advanced. The day is at hand. Let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in promiscuity and lust, not in rivalry and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. The word of the Lord.
1: Brothers and sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the days of Noah, so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So will it be at the also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field, one will be taken, one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and one will be left. Therefore stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming... He would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So, too, you also must be prepared, for in an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. And how are you? so good to see the church filled this Sunday morning. And as we come, we start the new church year today. And so we got to be thinking about, you know, what resolutions I want to do, spiritual resolutions, what do I want God to be doing with me and for me this year? And so it all begins, at first we start with the gospel and if we start where it ends, it says, of course, so too you, almost, you also must be prepared for an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. And so the first thing is, is we always got to be ready to meet the Lord. Again, sometimes we think that we we'll all know. Nope. Again, as I was in my last day in London this year, and I got the call that my sister had passed. She went and took a shower, and then she had a heart attack. She didn't think when she woke up that morning that she would not be alive after the shower, but she wasn't. It comes that fast, and so we always gotta be making sure. I have a good friend up in Canada who just lost his seven-year-old nephew, and I told him we would pray for the family and pray for little Lucas, and of course Lucas gets to see the face of God, so there's no problem with Lucas. But that fast, seven years old, boom! We just have no idea when the Lord will call us. And so we always got to be people who are prepared. We can't wait till, you know, like my boys at prep used to say, oh, Father, everything you tell us is irrelevant. We'll worry about this when we get old, you know, like a 35. Oh, you have no idea when the Lord comes. And so that should not be something that scares us. It should be something that we're always just hope-filled for, huh? When you say the Lord's Prayer today, you're praying for your kingdom come. You're saying, okay, Lord, may the world end today. That'd be nice. And most of us, no, 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 not today, not today. I know Christmas, we have to wait till after Christmas, whatever it is. But we're always thinking that this is better than heaven. It is not. But we got to be ready. And so what do we got to do to get ready? Well, he tells us, so put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. Now, how do I put on the Lord Jesus Christ? That's the question. You know, and so I would think that one of the ways you're going to do that, we're going to build on what I talked about last Sunday in my homily about the Lordship of Jesus, how we have to surrender everything to him. And I ask you for homework to spend time this past week on what in your life has not been surrendered to the Lord Jesus and then surrender it to him, huh? And as good parishioners, I know you all did that, correct? uh-huh yeah Hmm. silence crickets doot, doot, doot. so you got it. if you didn't listen to the homily go back and listen to the homily and do as i ask and then the second thing as we talked about on, on thanksgiving again listen to the homily on thanksgiving the things that we're always can be grateful for we can always be grateful that we exist we can always be grateful that we've been redeemed and we can always be grateful that we are loved but the second part to be redeemed Jesus redeemed every one of us on the cross, but we have to receive that redemption. It's not just given to us, we have to receive it. And I should have talked more about that, but the reality is, I'm going to focus on that today. Well, how do I receive it? Well, again, we first of all make sure that we have surrendered every part of our life to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. So that means I no longer live, Jesus Christ lives inside of me. You see, people, it's not about trying harder. It's about surrendering more so that Jesus takes full control of my life, that they see Jesus, not me, that the person who lives in my life is Jesus, not me. And the best way we do that to put on the Lord Jesus Christ after we surrender is that we go back to what I've taught many, many years here. No Bible, no breakfast, no Bible, no bed. We need to immerse ourselves daily in his holy word of God. Huh? One of my spiritual directees left me as a spiritual director this past week. He said, because I wasn't uh, challenging enough, he wanted me to give him a book or something. And my biggest thing every day for the last five years was to send him an email at four o'clock in the morning and say, before you listen to the world, the flesh, or the devil, you go listen to Jesus. Just as a pastor, my job isn't to tell you what to do. My job is to lead you to Jesus so he can tell you what to do. And that means you must immerse yourself in his word every day. Think about this. For 20 years here as a pastor, but 30 years before that, I mean not before that, but for 30 years total at least, I've told everybody, no Bible, no breakfast, no Bible, no bed. Why? So that you listen to Jesus every day. So you immerse yourself, so you're putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. So those who struggle with any kind of addictions, any kind of problems, any kind of things, when you immerse yourself, and I immerse myself in the Lord Jesus every day, I'm putting him on. Before the world, the flesh, and the devil. I'm letting Jesus take control of my life fully, completely. Again, this morning, as I did it at four o'clock in the morning, and because Rex makes sure, even if I'm not going to wake up at four, not Rex, but Joe makes sure I'm up because he gets fed at four o'clock in the morning, period. I'm up at four o'clock. But then before I fed Joe, I sat there and I went to the Word of God. And this is what he said to me this morning. 2 Corinthians 6, verses 1 to 2. As God's fellow worker... We urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. So God's telling me, don't receive the grace I've given you in vain. That means I can. I can use what God has given me in vain. And then that's not a good thing. And then he says, for he says, now is the time of my favor. I heard you on the day of salvation. I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. So again, the Lord told me this morning before anyone else talked to me, listen, use my grace, not in vain. Let my grace lead you today. Not you, not your opinion, not what you think. Let me, my grace live inside of you. And so that is for all of us. If I was to ask you this morning before you got here, what did God say to you in his word today? How many of you would be able to tell me, those of you who have been parishioners for 20-some years, how many of you would be able to tell me, this is what God said to me this morning, Father, before anyone else talked to me, God talked to me. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. And make no provision for the desires of the flesh. And the desires of the flesh is not just lust. He goes on there. It's about doing it our way instead of God's way. And so the way you wake up in the morning determines whose way you're going to live today. You wake up in the morning. You think about work. You go right to work. You go do all this stuff. Whatever it is, you are not putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. You're making provisions for the desires of the flesh. Your way today. And you'll ask God to bless it. Hey, God, bless me. God, give me courage. God, help me. God, I need help with this. God, I need help with that. Uh Uh-uh. That's not putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. Before you and I do anything, we must put on the Lord Jesus Christ and immerse ourselves in his word. And if we do that, if the Lord comes an hour from now or a hundred years from now, it makes no difference. Because I am not my own, I have been purchased and at a price. And I have put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Let that be our spiritual beginning this new year of the church. Let this be our resolution. Never again for the rest of our lives will we listen first to the world, the flesh, or the devil. Never again for the rest of our lives will we wake up thinking about what I need and what I want and how can I get through this day. But for the rest of our lives, we will put on the Lord Jesus Christ, by surrendering ourselves to him and by immersing ourselves in his holy word. You got it? You get it? You gonna live it? May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen. Now, for those of you who are watching and are in Podbean and everything, this Tuesday, of course, and for everybody else here, is I Give Catholic. And I Give Catholic is this Tuesday, November 29th. And so, this year, you can always tell who pastor priests are and who priests aren't pastors. This year, Christmas falls on Sunday. New Year's falls on... That means we lose two collections. Now... Here, as a par- parish, we pull in about 9000 a week. So that's almost $20,000 that we will lose this year for our collection. Now that scares a pastor, huh? So I'm asking that we participate in the I Give. Catholic now you can also I give you can just go to I give Catholic on Tuesday and then go to Erie diocese and you can also do it beginning today it's already gone but just I give Catholic everyone in the world's going to be doing it and you United. everyone in the United States is going to be doing it so we just ask that you go and you help us out or if you don't want to do it that way but we get extra money from that but you can just go onto our website and say donate and that would also help us out too Or you can give double or triple or quadruple on Christmas Day to make up for everything else. It's a horrendous thing when I have to get up here and talk about such things. But it's just the practicalities of living the life as a pastor nowadays. So I just ask you to think about that, pray about that, and do whatever the Lord tells you. Got it? Get it? Going to do it?